Welcome to the Bully Podcast. I am your host, Nelson C. Thank you for taking your time to listen in. And for today's episode, I have a good friend of mine, a soccer that I work closely with, Meza. Yeah, what's going on? Actually, I forgot to say from the last time, uh, Mr. 205, I forgot. Oh, uh, Mr. 205, yeah. Mr. 205, yeah. So, quick quick background on that. Is, um, so, um, what was it? Um, Nelson, right? Yeah. So, okay, so. So Nelson here, um, be be in the gym. You know, we're all trying to be in the gym, and um, came, uh, you know, trying to get swole every day like the rest of us. Yeah, like the rest of y'all. And, yeah, but I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not at 205 yet, but he came the other day, and or I had came in the office, and he was like talking about. Like the um, what was it the thousand um, thousand pound club thousand pound club, and was saying that he had hit two oh five on the bench, right? Yeah, but that's for that's recently. So the thousand yeah. pound club is the total amount of weight that you can put oh, up. So yeah. that's for the bench, the deadlift, and yeah. the um, squat. And squat. So okay. I need more than two oh five, and I actually done passed two oh five already. You know what I'm saying? I'm at, yeah, because my goal is right now so to. So he exceeded it. Yeah, he I exceeded, exceeded it. So that was last week. Don't even worry yeah. about it. But we got yeah. we got more work to do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Always. Hey, he's getting, he, you get in the gym a little, you just yeah. got to be more consistent. Yeah. Consistency is key as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, uh, thank you for tuning in for today's show. And I brought Miz in today so we could basically get our perspectives <laughs> on why we joined the military. Uh, we're both soldiers in the United States Army. And, um, for the most part, I'm gonna give you a little, a quick background on me. 05, I enlisted in the National Guard. Uh, early 06, I went active duty, and I've been doing it ever since. So I got over 10 years in, and uh, you know, moving through the ranks. Now I'm a, a NCO, and I have soldiers under me, uh, like you, for example. And but I wanted to get your perspective on it since you're technically brand new. Mm-hmm. What? You still under two years, or or you hit two years already? No, I'm I'm still under two years. Right? Still under two years. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to it. So you're under two years. Well, let's get a little background. Why did you join the army? Why? So why join the army? Um, it had been towards the end of my senior year, and like I, I'm not gonna lie, my senior year, I was just like slacking off, not really doing work, like, just out there partying and stuff, and, like, to be honest, I had, I was barely passing my classes, and, like, they were talking about, like, college and stuff, and what we want to do after high school, and the recruiters actually came, um, talking about, you know, if you don't want to do college or something, like, make sure you're doing at least something with your life, and if you're interested in you know, serving the military, you know, to like hit him up. And I was like, all right. And then it came towards like the end of my senior year when I was like, man, what am I gonna do with my life? And I mean, and like I had told you earlier, I had just talked to my cousin who's, um, he's a year younger than me. Um, so he had already like graduated. He, he graduated high school, but he's at home right now. And like not making any money, you know, doesn't have a job or anything. And like 
I just didn't want to be like stuck in that spot. And um, it's funny that you say that though, because you look at it as being stuck in a spot, and I, I look at it as that's just another stepping stone. Because I didn't join no, after school. You feel what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Which is cool though. Um, I joined later on in life, as far as uh, I was what 25, I think, when I initially enlisted, uh-huh. about 25, 26. Okay. And I wanted the experience of life before I even did something yeah. else like this, because you know, and and the essence of it, the army kind of controls what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying all aspects of life or whatever. It helps us a lot, but it does that. So I'm I'm glad you said, uh, but not glad. I'm happy you you spoke about it as far as when you spoke to your cousin, <coughs> and he's not really doing anything. Yeah. But you know, what I'm saying you should definitely encourage him, like, cause he could. Hey, man, the job is a job. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? With this job, it's like we will never be. Like, unless you do something really dumb, really crazy, you're still gonna get like paid twice a month on the first and fifteenth of the month, and you know, have somewhere to stay, even if it's like the barracks. So and, you know, so you, so basically, you're telling me you joined basically to get out of that situation. Yeah. Or, and so you didn't have like you know that Rambo fantasy, GI Joe. I want to be super soldier. No, that ain't happening. Nah. So or be patriotic for that matter. Not really. Well, my grandfather had served in the in um in the army during uh, World War Two, actually. Oh, so you got history. Yeah, and then his his uh, brother, my great uncle, served in the Air Force during World War Two. See, so now, see now that's in your blood then. Yeah, but no nobody in my family had uh like joined the military since then. Okay. And I was like, you had a couple I, generational gaps. Yeah, yeah, so after them, nobody really had... Actually, nobody at all had joined the military. So when you decided to come in, how your family feel about it? Uh, they didn't really like it, but at the same time, like, so a little bit more background. Um, you know, we all did some bad stuff, you know, in the past. And, you know, for me... Don't say shit that's going to get you locked up. Okay. Uh, uh, you, you had so fast. So right. yeah, yeah. So basically, what I was doing before was not the path that I wanted to uh, continue for the rest of my life. Understood. And like going down that path would have just basically, I would have been either ended up dead or in jail. Basically. Okay. Um. But that that's as far as I'll go on that. But uh. Nah, so I, I didn't I didn't want to continue on that path. Okay. And then I just wanted I, I honestly didn't want to try the military too because like I know I could be like better myself and even up to this day I still could better myself in so many more ways. Yeah, and, like I said, this is a nut even being in the military is nothing but a stepping stone because if you don't want to make this a career, mm-hmm. I do. But even for example when you, you spoke about the choices that you made before the military. Right. I was in that same boat yeah. in some avenues in, in New Jersey. And it was mm-hmm. for one of my best friends uh, that actually helped me in, um, enlist. So, quick quick background. I actually was going to be a Marine. Mm. Yeah, that, that's that's a funny thing. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted to be, quote on, you know, you see yeah. the commercials, best of the best in yeah. part of the few. The few, but, the yeah, proud. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. So, I went to the Marines freaking yeah. uh, recruiter. And I could, that's when I was ready. Uh-huh. And um, I did their test and all that stuff. My paperwork was actually going uh-huh. through. When I walked out, 
one of my best friends, B Dot. Mm-hmm. He was walking down the street and he saw me. He was like, "Yo, what you doing?" I said, "Man, yo, I'm kind of tired of doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna yeah. be a marine." He said, "Why the marines?" I said, "Man, they're supposed to be the best." He was like, yeah. "Nah, bro, chill out." <laughs> he said, "Follow yeah, that- me." He said, "Follow me." Yeah. And we went to the army recruiters, uh, the National Guard recruiters office, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I spoke to this guy. The recruiters name was uh, some first class lefters. Never forget them. And his first words to me was, "Hey man, you wanna blow shit up?" I said, "Nah, bro." <laughs> and I'm saying, "What you got to offer?" Because the Marines was offering me like three stacks or whatever the case may be, and this and that. He's like, "Man, hold off on that. Let's see what your options is and everything." Yeah. So I went and took the test, and I did that. When I um, he gave me the job that I qualified for. I qualified for over like 21 jobs. And I was like, man, I don't know what none of this shit is. <laughs> so I looked at my dude, yeah. and I was like, yo, B, like, yo, what do you do? He said, man, I'm a unit supply specialist. I said, what well, does that, you know what I'm saying? What do that do, right? And he was like, yo, basically, he was like, yo, you kind of understand what we, what the street do or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and he was yeah, like, yo, yeah. well, if you got work, it's a supply for it. That's what, we, what I do, and there's a demand. So people are going to come to you for whatever they need. Right. Or simpler term, you know what I'm saying? You work in Walmart, imagine you being the warehouse that supplied Walmart right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I said, that shit sounds simple enough. Yeah. Then he went a little deeper into it and he was like, listen, if you go to the infantry shit with the blowing up crap and being Rambo, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to go to Fort Bennett. Where you want to go is Fort Jackson. <laughs> and when yeah. you pick your job, you want to go to Fort Lee. And I was like, yo, what's so special about those areas? I, this is how literally how I pick my job. He said Fort Jackson and Fort Lee's co-ed. There was going to be chicks there. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. Literally, yeah. that's, that's how that happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That sounds kind of stupid, but I can't tell you a lie. But a little bit more yeah. background, one of the reasons I wanted to join the Army in the first place was growing up, you know, you got G.I. Joe, you got Rambo, yeah. you, got, you know, you got those type of things. Cyber. And the uniform always yeah. appealed to me. And I was like... like to see it. Yeah. yeah, I like to see I it. Like to see and I wanted to be like, you know what? One day, I want to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, okay. But I'm going to make sure I do what I want to do first and try to live life. You know what I'm saying? Pay rent. Yeah. Live on my own. Stay, get out the house or whatever. And when I was finally ready, I actually trained up. You know, that's how I joined. So let's move a little forward. Now, the, um, okay, you did basic training and you did AIT. AIT is your advanced individual training or something. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, Basically for like job. Yeah, your job training. Your job, yeah. When you went to basic, what did you think? So, I honestly thought it was gonna be worse than it was. Like I thought it, like it, it was still like pretty like bad, but it wasn't like bad bad as I had thought. So what was bad? So, I mean, just basically getting there. Uh, first thing, you get on this bus. Some dude with like a big round hat comes on there, yelling, screaming at you. All right, everybody, everybody, put your heads down until we get up. Now you're gonna get smoked. I was like, oh man, all right, I'm just listening. Next thing you know, we get there, we still got smoked anyway, no matter what. He said, all right, you got ten seconds. Everybody, get off this bus. And yeah, there's like fifty actually, people on that bus. Right, there's no the, way. Ain't no way in hell. 10 no seconds. way. <laughs> yeah. So they just they 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 wanted like a reason, but they're still gonna do it. And I think, um, like, through all the, the training, um, I thought it was just going to be more, like, there were the intense moments as well, but 
I thought it was just gonna be like in my head I saw it as like being the worst thing I could ever go through but when I actually went through it yes it was bad but it wasn't like the worst thing so do you think it met the intent for you as far as like from where you came from going through the training and all that those particular hardships and when you graduated or like was that like when the okay man this wasn't that bad or it was like you know what I'm proud that I actually did this because it was was one of them things like you didn't think you could do so there there was definitely moments where there was things that I didn't think I could do because I mean I had played sports in high school but I'm telling you like towards my like senior year that's when I like ate whatever food I want didn't really like work out or go to the gym I just kind of like bounce back yeah I, I I didn't really care about like my physical shape and like I just cared really about like partying and like going out and doing stuff so I, I could have been more prepared physically um so I, I think that's what made me was for me the physical uh the physical training that we had did and just I think being away from my family too like but here's one so here's one for you when I before I went to basic training my recruiter and one of and my friends we actually <clears throat> we looked at what the job was in basic training and I actually trained prior to leaving mm-hmm. Granted, I was already in shape, but I was a little older, obviously, right? But I trained, so, like, when I... My, in my head, I was like, you know what? This is going to be one of the worst things I ever do, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try to mitigate that by actually working out, like, you know what I'm saying, for at least a good six months mm-hmm. before I actually went to basic. And when I got there, I was like, oh, man, push-ups, whatever, bro. Yeah. Because I used to laugh at them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and just basically kind of knocking out everybody else doing it and is struggling. So the physical aspect wasn't really hard for me. I think it was just the the, the mental hardship. I, um, being away from home didn't bother me too much, only because like my I was already away from home at that point. Plus I was you know pretty I was kind of grown. I was like 25. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't too bad. So I could see, but I saw the other side of it with the my battle buddies that was in basic with me. Like they was having a hard time. I saw like, oh, I don't know if I could do it. Blah blah blah. Yeah. You know Yo, yeah, we, we had some some people like that. Like there was never a point. Yeah, it, it had sucked, but there was never a point where I didn't think I could do it. Right. And okay. like when I saw other people, I was just like, look, man, like this is all temporary. So like, here's another like, one. Like that's what it was for me. I was just like, this is temporary. It's just right. right pain now, is temporary. Pain yeah. is temporary. Suffering is temporary. But you keep you moving. Know, we we got through it. We got through it. We graduated. So from, most of us did. So from basic to your first duty station, which is Fort Campbell. Correct. How did you feel about the difference between that? Did you so, think like, you know, what I'm saying basic training is one thing, and when you get to your first duty station, it's gonna be the exact same thing. What? How so, you, so okay, when. Well, it was more like leaving AIT because for us, we still had drill sergeants at uh, AIT. So it was kind of the same thing as basic. And I think there were some drill sergeants at my AIT that were tougher than my basic ones. Like, they they were like, oh, you think base training's over? Oh, you think we taking it light? <laughs> and, you know, they, they, you know, they let us know that it was not over. But from graduating AIT... 
and going to my first duty station, I showed up. So, you know, at Kalsu, right? Mm-hmm. Kalsu, I get there, you know, I see like NENCO, boom, straight parade rest, you know, like, oh, like, well, what you doing, man? Like, relax. Yeah, relax. But, you know, still like show that respect. Right. And um, I, I got there, I was talking to like a lot of different people from different ranks, from like myself, you know, privates. To NCOs, to like higher enlisted and some officers too, and it's like, man, just you know, just give it, give it what you got, and you know, you get what you give, kind of is what they said. And then getting like leaving Kalsu, well, Kalsu, it was crazy because I actually had freedom, which I had never had since basic or AIT. So, you know, we was like, you know, going out, you know, partying, doing stuff. But then when I got to um, to the unit, you know, to the cab and stuff, um, like, I got to my barracks. Hold on, hold, hold on quick. I, I want to, just for the listeners that haven't, don't know what we're talking about. So, AIT is his job training. From yeah. AIT, he went <clears> to uh, his first duty station, which is Fort Campbell. Mm-hmm. All right, and when he says Kalsu, that's the uh, integration unit. So before yeah. you actually go to your actual place of work, mm-hmm. you got to go over there and you basically do your paperwork and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. All right, like kind of like an in-processing place. Right. Um, but yeah, getting to the unit where I actually work at, and then they're like, "All right, here's your room. Uh, show up on Monday." You know. At, I think it was like zero seven hundred or something, and then they just like let me do my own thing, and I was like, man, like it felt weird. So I had called my boys from Kalsu because they were the only ones I knew at that place, and I was like, yo, like let let's go do something and hang out. So we have been hanging out, but then as I started to um, like be more time in the unit and stuff. I got to know people in the unit, started hanging out with them and, you know, creating friendships and stuff in the unit. And I think that was like, that had like helped me, helped me kind of like get out of my room and like be more um, like, not, not really outside. But because most of the time I'll just be like in my room, just like, like to myself and stuff. But like, I think it helped like bring like my social side out as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it, it was just way different for me because like, it was kind of like, I was living on my own, like I would buy my own food wash my own, like, I mean, I had already washed my own clothes, but, <laughs> like, go to, like, the little laundromat that they had, right. and, like, you know, basically doing, um, like, grown folks stuff, and, uh, well, you know what, like, that, with, that, without that having fair. anybody, that is fair, because you are coming straight out of high school, yeah, to the military, so a lot of those particular skills, you wasn't used to doing just yet, yeah. so you so said, I, I would do them, but just, like, other people do them as well, right, but then it was like it was all. But on me. this part, it's more like okay, you're done with basic training, you're done with AIT, mm-hmm. and okay, you've got a job. But at the mm-hmm. same point, you need to 
take care of yourself. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? From the outside looking in, because and one of the reasons we're having this conversation is I spoke to a lot of my friends and even family members. The public, or you know what I'm saying, they have a different perception of us. Yeah. Right? And some of the things they think of is, well, you're in the army, and so they just think we're on the go 24-7. Yeah. And mind you, okay, we're, when we're overseas, it may be that way, but when we're back at home, home station, now we're just literally regular people yeah. that just put on a, just a uniform. army stuff. Yeah, we're just doing army stuff. Like, if our day-to-day, depending on what your job is, because mm. you, you're in the admin world, right? Mm. So uh, human resources, and my, I'm in the supply. My day-to-day is not, you know, going out and shoot, it, <laughs> shoot guns yeah, all day. Yeah, no. Right? Even though we have like range days where we shooting and stuff, but right? So that's not a yeah. Those come around, so I w- I wanted to make that kind of clear, mm-hmm. um, cause so it's important. And I man, I really appreciate you you talking from that perspective, cause even from me, you're a, a private, and I'm a I'm an NCO. I'm a non-commissioned officer. So my perspective on the day to day is totally different. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we wake up in the morning. We got to go to a formation. And we have to do uh, morning exercises or whatever. Then mm-hmm. zero nine come around, we got to go to work. Mm-hmm. But from your point, from your perspective, you have to be at the right place, the right time, in the right uniform. Mm-hmm. From my perspective, I have to make sure you're in the right place. Yeah. You're in the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what I'm saying you show up at the right time. Mm-hmm. You're in the right uniform, and you and you have guidance on what you need to do well not you specifically because you're not directly under me yeah. but that's but what I do for the rest of my soldiers for your position that you're in. right and for the rest of my soldiers and I have a, um, a couple soldiers under me not to mention I have to hold myself accountable too mm-hmm. with they answer to me but I answer to somebody else right Right. Yeah. so if, and a lot of times I see with you guys too you guys think us non-commissioned officers, man, we got the life. <laughs> we could do whatever the hell we want. Now we basically answer to a higher level, yeah, and always. that's more stress on the. <laughs> that's more stress. Yeah, so we get in trouble. You gotta too. look out for people too, mm-hmm. and then kind of they fuck up, then it's like a reflection on you because you're like technically in charge of. Them. Yeah, but we we're not gonna speak about their fuck ups because every, yeah. everybody fucks up. Yeah, that, but that's the, right. Every, everybody yeah, fucks yeah, up. Yeah, but yeah. here's one thing too: you gotta realize, even. Just to stay on the, uh, on the mess ups for now. Mm-hmm. At one day in time, I was your rank. Even though I'm higher now, and I'm at I'm at a higher mm-hmm. echelon, I I came where you came from. Right. So a lot of y'all, when we tell y'all to do certain things, it's so we do, you don't make the same mistakes yeah, we made. Y'all been there. Before. We've been there, but y'all think y'all smarter than us, right? And it's and it sounds so familiar because that's really what your parents would tell you when, yeah. when you were growing up. Mm-hmm. That's what my parents would say. So yeah. you think you're smarter smarter than me? And back in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you don't know how this works. <laughs> Literally, well, do they, I know? They done lived it already. <laughs> they done lived yeah, it already. Yeah. Exactly. And so man. you gotta give them the credit where it's due. So, exactly. um, so far, with within your experience of the army, mm-hmm. now, so what do you think of it? I mean, so like just overall. Overall, or? man. What? However you feel. If it's too negative, you ain't gotta put it out. But you know what I'm saying. It, but the, let's okay. Let's go this way. What are the things that you like or appreciate about the army? What are some of the things that you dislike and you do? You know what I'm saying. And you want to change within the army. Mm-hmm. So I definitely like you know getting a steady paycheck first of all. You know and, that. Yep, and you 
know, benefits. I don't have to, like, if I need to go to the doctor or, like, sick call or whatnot, it's available to me. Um, like, I'll never really go hungry because they feed me. Um, just really just being, like, in a position where I could, I, I know I'll be, like, stable. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not, like, having, like, a regular job, but, like, oh, you could just get fired on the spot one day. Right. But it, that can happen. It, it can't, it, so it could happen. That could happen. Right. Not, not in that, those words, but your money could be played with, your time could be played with, and true, essentially too. you could be put out. So we can't forget those particular facts because we do fall under something called the UCMJ, that, Uniform, that, Uniform Code of Military Justice. That is also we, true. Right, so we got to keep that in, um, in perspective. And you're not the only one. Like I told you early before, you know what I'm saying? I've been through it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we got we to gotta definitely keep that in, uh, into perspective. So, mm-hmm. and then, um, what else? What else you got on that? So, um, as far as things I do like... I like I like that we have to do um, morning PT I know probably everybody hates well I know I'm not a morning person so I hate waking up you're not but, the only one I hate waking up in the morning bro but the only thing I like about that is that we do physical stuff like we do like if we go running or go to the gym like it's kind of like Something that is embedded in the military is, like, do something physical. And, like, don't... I mean, it's up to you, like, or the person if they're going to be lazy. But, like, morning formations for PT, I personally like that because it, like, forces me to do something that I do like doing. But... So then let's say if that wasn't the case, it was just like, all right, you do PT whenever you want. I don't know if I'll, you know, want to do it every day. Mm, you don't know if you'll be disciplined enough. To do it. Yeah. And so with, with that. But here's one for you. There are some people that it is like that for them. Right. So that's when the creed comes into play. I will maintain my arms. My equipment and myself. And myself. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I will be physically mentally trained mm. right so you know so we gotta we got because i believe that's all the physical aspect of everything that we do is um it's an individual task that's why like i'm old as hell but i could i run all of y'all that yeah. don't, that no don't no you, you should you show me that this morning too because man i thought i thought that yeah. pace i had started i was like oh i got this yeah, yeah, next you thing you know, my body was like, nah, fam. <laughs> nah, you, you're not going to go this pace the whole time. But that's and what you know. I try to tell y'all. You got to train up to it. And exactly. two rules of running, for me anyways. Maintain or speed up. Speed up. You know what I mean? And I'm competitive anyway. I don't like people in front of me. I've, I never did. Granted, I'm yeah. not the fastest guy. But because if somebody's in front of me, that means it's going to make me push myself harder. Exactly. So, like, when you guys are behind me, I'm actually lazy. I'm not running as fast as I can, believe it or not. 
It's just like I'm, I'm, I'm hoping one of y'all kind of pass me up so I could kind of like you know engage or whatever. But yeah. if I'm in front the entire time, it don't make no sense. So yeah, that's how it was at the. Um, well, I, I didn't mention this, but I was in the holdover platoon for Aerosol, mm. and um, you know, just coming straight out of AIT, I, like the ACFT run, I could I could have probably kept up with you if not maybe sur- like surpassed you Pass but up. Yeah, maybe but <laughs> I got bad knees maybe uh, it, it depends on the day yeah <laughs> but no I, I had came to that whole little platoon and like we did uh was it uh the four mile run mm-hmm. I had four by 36 yeah. yeah so you gotta do four miles in 36 yeah, yeah. something like that and um I had just dusted everybody and it was like, you know, there, there was some, like, that just came straight out of AIT, like me. And there's some, like, PCS, which came from, like, you know, another duty station. And, but then, you know, that comes into play with the whole discipline thing. Mm-hmm. And actually maintaining that, you know, your run and all this other stuff. Um, but... I don't know, I think, I think it's like... If you, it, it depends how much you put into it, like how much effort, you know. Yeah, that's with everything, like, though. Yeah. That, that's definitely with everything. Mm-hmm. So, what what you got on the bad side? What, what's the dark side of the army for you? Dark side, man. Probably. Uh, I think. So. I don't mind. I don't mind people who outrank me because, that's how military has been work for like since it began the only thing is that there are some people that get that power and like you know obviously like great power comes great responsibility and all they that said stuff. Spider-Man, some Spider-Man shit. <laughs> Boy. no 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 I'm serious but um there's some people that like use it well and there's some that don't use it as well. Uh, I mean, I understand. That's the only thing. Wait, you know, that's that power trip. I call them the police. You know what I'm saying? They got a badge on, and yeah. they feel as though they can talk to and treat anybody any way they want. But that's that's literally everywhere you go. And, I mean, it, and it's yeah. in the army too. So yeah, it's not. I, I mean, see what you're saying. And, and not just because I met plenty like like you. Like yes, you are above me. And you're technically in charge of me, but I can still talk to you and have these type of conversations. Where it's like, you know, other people, it's like, you know, can't really do that with them. And which is fine because, you know, that, that's how some people are, but... It's not fine, to tell you the truth. I mean... I think when you dis- discipline somebody, or if, because you outrank them, you got to make them do a certain job, there's always got to be this, a, a certain type of respect. At the end of the day, you're, you're still a man, and I'm not going to belittle you because you're a private and I'm not, you know what I'm saying? For example, if you look at it in that in that aspect, um, we are on the enlisted side and we have officers, yeah. right? A, a lot of our lieutenants, I'm older than, and I, I mean I'm talking about like I got 10, 15 years on a lot of these LTS, mm-hmm. but they are, just because I'm older than them doesn't mean I'm gonna show them any less respect. Yeah. Or, or but they're all on the other side too because they think well because they do outrank me, they feel as though they can you know yeah, speak to kinda, you a certain, a, a certain type yeah. of way. 
but you know, some, it's all you just gotta let them know where you stand in a professional yeah, manner. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta be respectful. Or something that I don't like to do is by, uh, hold my tongue. So the way I am, I try to tell people don't do it because I can kind of handle what's gonna come with it. A lot of people can't handle um, nothing my type of attitude, and you know it's kind of helped me back in the past. But you know I've learned from it. And you know, we just kind of move on. I mean, that's one of the things I can say I don't like about the army is, um, you know, some some of the people. Hence, one of the reasons I'm always by myself. Yeah. I don't fool with nobody, right? Mm-hmm. Even because I dislike everybody, I just dislike a lot of y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, I, I just I move on from yeah, it because you know, a lot of people, you know, especially when we in a, I'm gonna be around you for an entire year or nine yeah. months. We're gonna get on each other's nerves. How do I solve that problem? I limit my exposure to you, especially interaction. Right after work, if I see you at work literally every day, 365 days, you know, sitting out the year or whatever the case may be. On my days off, I need my space. I have to decompress. Or you know, what I'm saying. I, I like I like that you said that because, like, um, let's say, you know, situation I'm in. Um, it has made me realize exactly that. Like, I'm really with these people, like you said, every day. And in the worst thing you can think is your bosses or people that outrank you and you with them on a daily basis, the worst thing you can think is that they're your friends. They're not. You know what I'm saying? We're, you, we're friendly. We have a we have a good working relationship, right. but for the entire time that we're here, if you think we're not gonna get on each other's nerves, oh yeah, that's, bro. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And the one time that I snap on the wrong person or vice versa, you snap on somebody that's higher ranking than you or whatever, that's your ass because you're at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, period. Exactly. You cannot come out of pocket with your mouth. No. I can afford it just a little bit, depending on who I do it with. Right. Fuck that. Any damn body, because I let everybody <laughs> have it, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. at the same point, you know, we still got to remember where we are, where we stand. And, and right. you know, one of the things that was told to me when I was younger is do only do what your chest can handle. All right. If you got chevrons and, you know, saying a little couple rockets or whatever, you can take a whole lot more where you only got the one chevron or whatever yeah. and, and you might want to shut up yeah and if you want to vent and if you got some issues just pull me to the side or any NCO that, or any leader that you trust doesn't have to be me you pull us to the side and like hey so I see I want to talk to you about something yeah. for example last week you you, you you came to me about that little the little situation I went and handled it you know what I'm saying you do yeah, yeah you that's how we approach things um and even for me certain things I have to learn how to speak to the right person because my mouth is reckless. It really is. But um, aside from that, you know, the things that I like about the Army, you know, uh, it's really it was a blessing for me, man. It was really a blessing in disguise. It took me out of a, a not-so-great situation when I was right. in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And it's helped me grow, and I'm still growing. And with uh, God's blessing, um, I'll be able to finish 20 years and retire from it. And, you know what I'm saying, it helped me, helped my family. Um, and I can I can complain. I have a lot of things to complain about, but I have to basically kind of choose, you know what I'm saying, what is it I'm really complaining about? Because one, I woke up, my kids are fed, I'm fed, we have a house over our heads, uh, and there's a lot of people in the, um, in the U.S. right now, or, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that's not, um, you know, that have the opportunity. 
the dark side of it for me was or is one of the people we just spoke about some situations and being away from home and like deployments got I went I had a combat deployment in Afghanistan not gonna get too deep into it or whatever but that that particular year really helped me define who I was and the things that I know I can tolerate because we had a lot of loss right um but we came together as a family too me and that particular unit um the bad part about it is eventually we had to disperse right it, it ain't like we the marines we could stay in the unit for a few uh you know a majority of our career or whatever it is maybe so that was bad and when every time i get to a new unit i'm hoping in some type of way that we i get that camaraderie back but it's not really happening hence one of the reasons i st- i'm standoffish with a lot of people cuz my views on things and doesn't really align with a lot of people cuz it's more of a party and i know the dark side of this i know the mental aspect of it i know the physical toll it can take on you you know what i'm saying and some people think this is freaking college and it's not you know what i'm saying live your life but also take it seriously cuz at the end of the day we get we get called we got to pick up the guns yeah. we got to do that you know what i'm saying and you got to be ready and and i rather be ready and not have to do it than have to do it and not be ready you know what i mean 100% yeah so uh that was our little take on that i appreciate you coming matter of fact hold on i do have another question for you yeah. do you see yourself staying in the military over 10 years so At this point, I can't really say yes or no. Five years. Five years, possibly. Possibly. Because I mean, I, I think I just, and then that's a crazy thing too. Like it's like been over a year for me, like almost two years, but I'm still not sure about like the twenty. Oh man, that's too far ahead, dude. I used to do. <laughs> When I first came in, it was two years, or, or was it? Yeah, it was like two years, two years, two years, and then I got to ten or whatever. Yeah, yeah you was, you know what I mean? I did it by, I did it by, you yeah, know, little chunks. Little, little chunks. And when I finally got over ten, I was like, you know what? I I could finish this up. This is kind of easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna knock out the twenty, so I didn't. I'm indefinite at this point. So yeah. with God's blessing, I'm gonna be able to do the whole twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I definitely say, man, I didn't see it, bro. I wanted to get out. I'm not gonna lie to you, but you know life happens, um, so it aligned with my life. So that's that's one of the reasons I stayed in. Then this is one of the easiest things that I've ever done. I can't I can't you know what I mean? It really is not in easy as far as like everything about it is easy. It's, it's more so it's it's structured, yeah, that way. Um, you and you only succeed if you want to succeed. I could definitely say that. And one of the things I had to learn. early on was i have to do for myself there are people that will come in that will help guide you and mentor you and that's what my job is to you is to mentor right but when i was coming up i didn't have a lot of that so i was wanting to make that change with the soldiers that's always coming to me and uh, and help them out as much as i can because i didn't get that help coming on up but um yeah man it's it's kind of crazy the way you look at it and definitely this is easy yeah. this is 
aside from war, when you go to Afghanistan, Iraq, right. I apologize. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but when if you're not special forces or Navy SEALs, one of them rainbow motherfuckers, you know what I mean? I feel for y'all, but my side of the, my side of the house, I'm already a healthy guy, so I like to work out. So waking up in the morning, aside from that, which sucks, yeah, doing PT, physical exercises, that's easy. Yeah, my job, unit supply specialist. I've been doing it for so long, I could do this shit backwards. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's easy to me because that's a trade. Um, I'm concentrating on myself as far as going to college right now, which I should have done earlier. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's going to be, that's my hurdle, right? And it's helping me take care of my family. So uh, in that aspect, I have everything I need. Plus, when I get out, I should have all the tools that I need to succeed on the oh, outside. Most definitely. So, because I know a lot of people that are all struggling, and I'm not going to complain because, you know what I'm saying, I've been blessed to be doing what I'm doing right now. Plus, I'm in service of people. And... I have one story. I got a quick story for you. Mm-hmm. It was like a Super Bowl video, bro. I was going to uh, airborne school in Fort Benning. Mm-hmm. And it was about a good 30 of us on the plane when we landed at Atlanta Airport. Mm-hmm. When we got off the plane and we were walking through the terminal, we're all in uniform and we're about to go catch the bus to go to Fort Benning. I lie to you not, bro. It's like time stopped, right? Everybody in the terminal stood up and, and just basically clapped. Mm. It was one of them freaking feelings, bro. Like, I, I've never felt anything like that. That the appreciation from the civilians and uh, the public or whatever. Yeah. And they, they was thinking us. Mind you, we, we wasn't doing anything. We just going to go to school. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Just trying to go to Right. And another thing, too. When I was in the guard and I would take the train and I was in uniform going to my unit, random individuals would come and shake my hand and thank me for the service. And I appreciate that, you know what I'm saying? Because that means they're supporting the truth, they're supporting us. And I don't wanna, sounds kinda corny, but I don't wanna let them down by, you know what I'm saying? Spitting on the on, on the uniform by not being the best that I can be. You know what I'm saying? By not doing what I'm supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And I like to look good in uniform, especially when I go home. I went oh, to yeah. my little brother's, uh, I went to my little brother's uh, uniform graduation mm-hmm. and I had my uh, dress uniform on. Mm-hmm. Man. It was Get crazy. Love. It was yeah. It was nothing but love. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially when it's a not a military town, or whatever. Oh yeah. You know, so you you get a lot of respect and a lot of love, and we don't do it for that, but the recognition does help and it yes. does motivate. So those are some of the small things that I actually appreciate and like about it. Most definitely. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, this is the Bully Podcast again. Thank you for joining us. Peace. We out. Go.